I am thrilled to announce that Enactor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc. All one word. That's K-I-N-D-P-H-A-R-M-S-I-N-C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today on An Actor Despairs, we have my trainer, my guiding light, my nutritionist, Kevin Valens. Kevin changed my life when I stopped drinking. I had to figure out a way to get in shape physically and mentally. Kevin helped me so much. He's been my hero. He's a sponsored athlete by First Form, and he's got his new company called Hidden Summit. It's amazing. I'm going to link to it so you guys can join too. Thanks, Kevin, for being on. I'm so proud of you, brother. Here it is. Kevin Valance, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Oh, man. It means so much. You changed my life i i'm not actually because it ended on such bad terms i'm not even going to drop their name but we met at a facility a crossfit facility and you were the guy that i fought i uh what's the term like gravitated towards and at the time you were still actually instructing but Towards the end, you you moved towards oversight and and doing things. Yeah, I think I maybe only had you did have keep like one class, right? Yeah, I was coaching a little bit at the end here yeah. and there, but yeah. you know, as the the business grew, yeah, um, you know, I needed to take a, a role where I can help develop the business and you know be present in you know member services, which was my title. Yeah, um, but you know, the reason why I was there was like coaching, like like doing what we did when you're on your first day. Yeah, totally. You know? And and you mathematically helped map out what I didn't even know was called macros. And I'm going to embarrassingly insert shot of what I looked like then and now the body of Christ. There you go. No, I love it, dude. I mean, it, and, and, it, and, and I just – my job is to like – because tell me, was it complicated? Was fitness and nutrition complicated for you at the time because you just didn't know? What was happening? I think just like with anything, you just got to want it and stick to it. Right. You know what I mean? And 
the wanting it's easy. The sticking to it is the hard part. Yeah, but to stick to it, you need to understand where you're going. Yeah. There has to be some education there. Totally. So, you know, when it comes to food, it's all, you know, what I've learned along the way because, you know, I'll tell you where I came from yeah. in a moment, but it's all a math equation. But we're going to build up your, your new program and facility is called the Hidden Summit or Hidden It's called Hidden Summit. Hidden Summit. But let's start from the beginning. You grew up on Long Island, right? Yeah, I grew up on Long Island. I'm one of four children, I'm the oldest of four. All male? Nope. There's the three boys and one girl. Okay. Uh, so myself, my brother Derek, my sister Kelsey, and then my youngest brother Owen. We're all two years apart. Grew up in a town called, a city called Glencove. And yeah, I mean, it was just normal childhood. You know, both my parents worked. Um, my dad worked overnights. My mom worked during the day. So, you know, they were able to... Overnights doing what? So he was a director at ABC. Yeah. So he worked up uptown. ABC, like... This Channel 7, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the ABC network. So what he did, he was a, a associate director there. So what he, uh, streaming the overnight, he would take what had played earlier in the day and feed it to the, uh, the West Coast. Uh, he worked on shows like Nightline, went to PBS for a little bit, uh, worked with uh, another startup, and then ended up back at ABC. Uh, worked for the, he was a part of the DGA um, as wow. well. So, I mean... Is he still doing that? Uh, sadly, he passed away oh, like uh, sorry. seven, eight years ago. Yeah. About. Um, what was his name? Dan. Dan. Yeah. Dan Valance. Valance. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Yeah, I can tell yeah, you knew going, I was uh, going for it. <laughs> it's all right. Most yeah. people mess up my first name. So if you get you get that one right, I'm okay with it. What is it? Kevin? <laughs> yeah, is that what? Kevin or Cal- Calvin. They add an L. Some people just say ah. Kevin. I'm like, hmm. Never saw it spelled like that before, but it's part of like the introduction and an icebreaker. So yeah, I'm jealous because I have a half sister, but we never speak. What was it like growing up with like four siblings? Oh, it's all, it was awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Today we're best friends, which is not common with a lot of people I talk to. Um, but we're super close. Uh, yeah, we grew apart and grew back together. You know, we, I had two brothers, so we fought all the time. Um, Circle life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's all for, it's all part of the process growing up, you know, with so many good memories along the way. And then were you doing athletics young or not oh, really? Oh, for sure. I played, no. I played every sport. Yeah. No. Wow. So, you know, we've, soccer, baseball, football. Wrestling? Uh, didn't, I didn't do wrestling. No, oh. it was during basketball season. I, my, my buddies played basketball. What are you, 6'2? I'm 6'2, yeah. Yeah. Um, I cannot play basketball very well. <laughs> let's, let's, to I this mean, day? I, I can play, but I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, uh, I, pl- I play dude, basketball. I'm 5'10. <laughs> I, my, my dream was always to be an actor, but, like, my backup dream was to be a professional basketball player. And it's kind of funny because, like, everyone was like, yeah, all right, cool actor. And then everyone's like, basketball player, like, it's never going to happen for you, kid. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm going to prove you guys wrong. <laughs> sure enough, they were right. They were right. Yeah. Went down the other way. Yeah. You, got, you got number one going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, lacrosse was what we grew, played played growing up on Long Island. That's what I fell in love with because it oh, had wow. the best of everything. You could hit people with a stick. Yeah. You could run fast. You could, it was, you you know, you could score goals and it was awesome. And I, so I played, you know, that was my main focus as a sports started, other sports started to fall the wayside. Yeah. Um, I focused on lacrosse and played that through high school. And actually I didn't even, I quit my senior year. I don't quit anything, but I quit because there was a, in my school, we did a little bit of everything. Right. Yeah. So like I was on the sports teams, I was in the band, I was in the plays, we were in the business club. I did everything. 
So word got back to me that one of the coaches at the time said something distasteful about my brother and I because we were doing like a rehearsal before a performance and there was just a regular, you know, scheduled game coming up and we had communicated that we wouldn't be there. But he was like these theater, I'm not going to go there, but he said some things that were pretty fucked up. What's his name? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Um, so I quit, and they had a pretty awful season in the last year. It's summer. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's um. all right. Um, but then, I mean, things come full circle, and we'll get back to it, but I ended up playing lacrosse again in college. But before then... Was there any foreshadowing to, like, the weightlifting that you're, you know, now? Still, I mean, it's all part of the journey. Like, after I graduated, I went to the Aaron Colvin School of Music uh, at Queens College, and no, I was not prepared. Dude, like no one prepared like this. For what instrument? I wanted to be a music educator in vocal music. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty specific. Oh, you're a singer. Uh, yeah, so I've like when I was in the chorale in high school, we did sang Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center. We sang at the UN. I never knew that. Yeah, there's some things that are. Yeah. Like, I got secrets. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that, that was pretty cool. And I learned a lot in how to create then. So I feel like there's a there's like this creative side of me because i played in bands too yeah and like that's really what, what kind like punk bands uh, or like just rock bands rock you know bands. you know all different types like because when i grew up everyone wanted to be rage against the machine so we all had like rage cover bands yeah no we played. I performed sleep now in the fire at my talent show there we go i gotta we gotta pull that video up and put that i actually <laughs> two years ago i found my myspace and i searched for my password for two hours <laughs> to delete it so nobody could ever find it <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I tried to like i couldn't even tell you what email address i had back then to, oh really yeah to get into my myspace but there's probably if anybody wants to go find some ghosts and demons like go go find my old myspace my my old email was ckyskater228 at yahoo yeah, that sounds pretty accurate yeah. something like <laughs> but then so talk to me man so in high school you decided to to do music at queen's college yeah so i want i went there but no one – I was the oldest of four, so, like, I didn't have any older siblings to ask, like, what's college like? And I didn't know, like, commuting to school and driving in rush hour traffic on the Long Island Express. Oh, you're the like, oldest of all? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I wasn't ready to, like, sit in rush hour traffic or, like, drive around for 45 minutes to find a parking spot to walk two miles to take a class that I hadn't didn't really want to go to to sit around for three hours between classes. Yeah. So, I, like, found myself getting lost – and focusing more on playing in my band at the time and like working at the restaurant I was working at and getting money so I could buy beer and I can smoke cigarettes in parking lots with my friends. And like, I think I had like a 0.5 GPA after the first semester, after like graduating with honors in high school. Like I just royally fucked myself. Where, um, where do you think the disillusionment happened? Uh, I just think I didn't. So I didn't think I have any, had anything to work towards. Like I wasn't yeah. excited to, and I thought it was cool to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Like I was like just making these seemingly important decisions that didn't take me anywhere but instant, like somewhere to have instant gratification. Yeah, in the moment, and I like rode that high, and that's where I like fell into a dark place. Recovering alcohol, drug addict. I get it, man. Yeah. So I mean, and I only bring this up because you've been public about it. At a certain point, you kind of blew up, right? Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, so over from the time I graduated to the time I was 22 years old, I went up to like just under 300 pounds, a size 40 inch waist. Wow. And that just happens. I was drinking myself like a fish 
right? And I was, you know, smoking cigarettes. I wasn't working out anymore. I was eating, sitting on the couch watching television with my girlfriend and eating mac and cheese before I went to bed and ordering and out every other meal and eating at the restaurant and, and, you know, doing drugs along the way. And, you know, I just like, it was just like this compound effect of like, this is what happens to you when you don't invest in yourself and let, like yeah. care for your body. So 22 years old, uh, I look at myself in the mirror. I have a breakdown at Thanksgiving. The whole family's there. Did any family members, you know, kind of make some off – I don't want to say off-color no. comments, but – I have the most supportive family ever. Like my family is – So they weren't like, Kevin, you're, yeah. you're gaining weight? Well, you, I mean they, 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 they did, but, yeah. I, you know, I was so – in that world. Right. That were, I was like, yeah. you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And like, I'm going to be fine. I did the same thing. Um, so I got into an argument with my father on Thanksgiving. And it, it got so heated because I was so drunk that I went outside and I punched a hole through my car, my car window. The, the Honda. With Element. Yeah. 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 I told you about this, yeah, right? I know this story. Uh, yeah. And I just broke down. Uh, I was, and that was, that was a, I'll never forget what I felt like sitting there like sobbing on Thanksgiving with my family who was amazing around me uh i was embarrassed i was depressed and uh what what is usually a celebratory moment became a very dark right yeah and you know i needed to make a change so whether it was god or or fate or however you look at it there was an opportunity i'm I'm a big opportunist like taking a step back i've learned to you know, see the world and understand that there's opportunity in every moment. And if we can learn something from one moment by taking something away or seizing something else, yeah. uh, we can really evolve into who we're supposed to be or who I, I, I so a little bit, like I, I, I've uh, developed a relationship with Christ and I'm, I, I do believe that there's a bigger plan for me. And I've seen as more recently in the last year yeah. that, uh, Everything that every door is open for me that has given me an opportunity to, you know, step up to be the person I'm supposed to be to help change this world for the better. And uh, that first opportunity was when my sister was going to be being recruited at a school up in the Bronx to play lacrosse as their number one prospect. Not to interrupt, sorry, but just to stay in the linear of the story. Was that Thanksgiving night your rock bottom, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Wow. That, it's good. That it's was good that, you caught it young. That was that pivotal point. And I, yeah. that's what I say all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm glad I, and I, I make light of it, but yeah. I'm glad I've got it out of the way early. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people that didn't. Yeah. I didn't get it until 26. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like that moment was the moment that set me on a course and trajectory to be where I am today. And I always say today's the, today's the first day. Today's day one. Today's the beginning. We're, yeah. we're just getting started. Um, so back to your sister. Yeah. So she was getting recruited and then her and my father at the time bumped into the men's lacrosse coach. And my dad being the person he is talks to everybody and was like, are you looking for guys for your team? And he goes, oh, I actually am. We're trying to build the team up. You know, it was fairly small last year. We were a new team last year. We're trying to get more people. And he was like, oh, my sons played, played lacrosse and they're pretty good. Uh, one of them is, you know, a little overweight and the other one is uh, very fit and they'd like to, you know, you know, potentially come meet with you. Yeah. So I was all about it. That was it. I was like, I can do this. Like, I love lacrosse. Like, I remember it being some of the best times ever. But I went there to meet with the coach, with my brother and my father, and they wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. So that was another moment of like, hey, you have to change and make a decision to – you can't just – you're not giving everything. Yeah. Right? So 
my brother was actually going away to study abroad, so he wasn't coming in that first semester. But I said, I will do this. I will get my grades up, and I will get you my— You were still at Queens College. No, at this point, I, I, I transferred to community college. Okay. Um, that first semester at community college, same shit. Like, just kind of coasted. Yeah. I got I did I did okay, but I was still hanging out with the wrong people. Yeah. I had a lot of toxicity in my life. After that meeting, I found a plan, went to the gym, picked up my stick— Started running every day. I went from a 1.5 to a 3.5 GPA. I got all A's the next semester. Because you were just so motivated? Yeah. Wow. Because I had something to work for. Goals goals are super important. And and strategically for those listening, struggling with weight, how did you start to to shed the pounds? So back then, it was just to do something. Yeah. Like I knew what to do. I had worked out in uh, high school, right? I knew like I can lift weights, I could do cardio, I could play sport again. So I did a little bit of everything. I didn't have a specific plan at the time. Yeah. Um, but I went in and, you know, I did something every single day and I worked hard when I was there. I, you know, slowly quit smoking cigarettes. I slowly stopped drinking as much. I slowly stopped like doing recreational drugs. I slowly started sleeping more. Yeah. I'd slowly started to get rid of the toxic people in my life. And those decisions are very hard. You know, it's it's tough yeah. to it's tough to say no when you're so comfortable. Yeah. When you feel like these people even if they're not there for you, you think they're there for you. Yeah. And uh I needed to say, "Hey, like it's me and or them." Yeah. Totally. And, and I knew this was something I wanted to do, and I wanted to do it for my parents. I wanted to make them proud. You know, I was like, I, you know, my brother, like I'm sitting there like 280, 90, 95 pounds, 40 inch waist, which is large. I don't know if you've ever seen a pair of 40 inch pants. Oh uh, yeah. I um, won't say who, but someone in my family has that. Yeah. 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 And um, my brothers are both Abercrombie models, right? So <laughs> <laughs> my mom is the health enhancement director for the, the YMCA of Long Island at, uh, at Glencove where we grew up. Wow. My father wasn't very fit, but he... Was this so was the why where you started yeah, going? That's where I'd work out because it was there. Yeah, and, you know, again, like I was fortunate enough to have that membership because of yeah. my parents, and I just made the most of it. Um, so a couple months go by, and then uh, the assistant coach and one of the captains or one of the other people on the team come meet me at a Starbucks in Glencove, and I remember them walking in, and I go and I wave and I say, "Hey," because I had the the Mount Saint Vincent gear on, so I knew it was them. And they didn't recognize me because I'd met one of them before, but he like had a double take because I lost so much weight. I lost like almost 40 pounds in those first four months. Wow. And then he was like, we had a conversation. I told him what I was doing with my grades. They said, okay, we want to have you, you know, come in and, you know, walk onto the team. They weren't going to make cuts. It wasn't a tryout. They were such a small team. But I remember showing up on that first day of practice, being nervous for the first time in yeah. a long time, right? Like you get butterflies. You're like, well, let's not mess this one up. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, long story short, I uh, I became captain of the team at the end of the first year. I graduated college, magnum cum laude, a couple of years later. So it took me like six years to graduate college instead of the four. Whatever, man. Every, um, yeah. Which, you know, I have this whole different take on school in general these days. Like I think it's important to learn some things along the way and organize yourself. And uh, I did that. That's, yeah. what, that's that's what college was to me. It wasn't this like big getaway at a party school where you go to the football game. There's no like big yeah. football team. We we're a tiny little school. That's why I went to NYU. A couple hundred people. <laughs> and uh, 
to me, it was like, well, this is the time to invest in yourself. I got organized. I was getting up early, going to the gym. I was eating better. I still didn't know what macros were. How to, I mean, I knew what they were, but I didn't track my food then. Yeah. I still partied, still had some good times, good yeah. memories. Yeah. And uh, after I graduated, I was like, what do I do? What do I do now? So as uh, I was leaving, some one of the trainers at the time was, introduced me to CrossFit. And she was like, try this workout. And I was like, this doesn't sound like a workout. There's no weights involved. And I did it and I ate my own words and I sat in my own sweat and laid on the you floor. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, the what, high is the best. What is yeah. this? Yeah. Because, you know, you're not just doing bench press and some squats and no. lunges. You're, it's a full body kinetic. I was like, holy shit. This is cool. Yeah. Um, so being a broke college student or graduate, college graduate, I uh, just went to CrossFit.com at the time where they posted a workout of the day because, you know. Yeah, that's how they used to do it, yeah. right? And I just, you know, me being me, if I didn't know how to do something, I would either look it up or I would change to go to another day that I didn't, didn't do yet. Yeah. And I would just go back to the YMCA and I would do these workouts and people would look at me like I was crazy. Because they're like, oh, because nobody, nobody does nobody. that kind of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got like the old man reading yeah. the pa- reading the newspaper between yeah. his sets, and you have the someone else is walking, walking on the trail. Two miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, I know the why well. So that was my introduction to CrossFit, and uh, I did that for a long time. I would drop in. I dropped into a class here or there, just to like because the, the different boxes and the surrounding towns, which were like 30, 40 minutes away, would have free trials because there weren't any CrossFit gyms in Glencove at the time, yeah. and I was doing that. Started working um, in retail because that's where I can get a job. My yeah. brothers were, like I said, they were doing like the modeling thing at Abercrombie. Wait, so at, at, did you move into the city or were you commuting? No, I was – so for school? No, for like you, you said retail. So or were you doing retail on, on yeah, the so I so I went to the mall uh, with my brothers one day and I literally went up to who looked like the boss in – the Hollister. And I was like, I need a job. Are you hiring? He was like, do you have a college degree? And I said, I do. Yeah. All right. So another opportunity. Hollister wants a college degree? That's one of the things. Yeah. Believe it or not. Like if you work for the Abercrombie and Fitch company, like you need a college degree to be in management. Man, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So it's actually one of the most organized. It was at the time. I can't speak to it now, but yeah. like, in comparison to the other places that I have worked since, the technology and money that they had to organize the the stores globally to keep the bandwidth the way it was, you know, was pretty incredible at the time. So I learned a lot more organization there. I learned how to handle chaos because I don't know if you've ever worked at a retail store on Black Friday. Yeah. But it's Apple Store Fifth Avenue. It's controlled <laughs> yeah. it's controlled chaos. Yeah. <laughs> so was an assistant manager for a couple months. Then I got my own store, whole new ball game. When you have to like, when you're in charge of people, still on the island. Yes, this yeah. was still out on Long Island. And then um, I got another opportunity from my other brother, uh, who was transferring schools to go into a business program at Mercy College, and they wanted to help build the program uh, for their masters, the, the MBA program. So they said, "Hey, do you want to come in, and we'll pay you to go here." And I said, sure. And I left Abercrombie and I, um, one of my old managers opened up a store nearby up in Westchester and I worked there. I wow. went to school there. I lived with my uncle and aunt at the time with their kids. Uh, and then I interned at IBM up in East Fishkill. And what inclined that? 
Uh, I just wanted to learn more. Yeah. You know, I wasn't in love. You know, I felt like working these long hours at a small mall out in Long Island was not where I wanted to be. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the whole world out there, and I wanted to figure out what was next. And I took an opportunity and said, "Let's see what happens." At and this it, point, were you looking for boxes? I didn't even know. Uh, so I was still working out on my own, doing CrossFit on my own. Wow. And it, what what were you down to at this point? So after I graduated, I was like 215. Oh, wow. Yeah. So over the – I'm was 200. Like a couple of years later. <laughs> yeah. So you lost it all. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. must have felt a, the self-worth from that. Oh, yeah. Just like looking at myself from uh, like a, where I was, I felt – I don't want to say I felt unstoppable because I still felt like – you know, you get those voices. We were talking about this earlier. Like, yeah. you get, like you have the your past. Your past is always going to haunt you. You always got you know some demons and dark thoughts. And you know, like from time to time, I would drink too much or you know not make the right the right decision. And uh, you know, I I was just trying to be my best self along the way for myself. And I, you know that shifted a little bit further down the line, and we'll get there in a second. Where I you know started using the internet to show people that they can take their first steps. Yeah. But before I did that, you know, my retail career continued. I ended up leaving Mercy College because they stopped the the master's program. And I said, well, unfortunately, I'm not going to pay for this right now. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and I moved back home and I started commuting to Soho to run a store down, to run the men's department of a store down there. Wow. Yeah. And uh, another life lesson and just like being able to wake up at the at 4.30 in the morning to get to the gym, to work out, to go home, to get yourself situated for the day, to throw your suit on, to go on the train, to commute and then get on the subway and then go downtown and then work this long shift and then go back like a couple of years of that. Yeah. Right. But along the way, I decided, hey, I want to I want to take the time to say I, I don't want to be here. So let me save some money yeah. and go find an apartment. So I did. And I found my first apartment in Williamsburg um, seven years ago now. Wow. Yeah. So that would be 2000. That's about 13? when I moved. Yeah, 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 yeah. So had roommates for the first time. Yeah. Um, still working in Soho. And then I bounced. I did. I went to another store, ran another store, left that store, went and worked for Ralph Lauren. That was really cool. Met some amazing people there. Yeah. And then I realized along the way, like, I don't want to do retail anymore. Yeah. They, I don't – I like – I love communicating with people and, you know, the challenges of the job. But I don't get joy in selling people T-shirts. Yeah. Right? So, somewhere in there, because the timeline is blurry, I was working in the city. I was part of a gym in Brooklyn, uh, Absolute Power Fitness. Oh. Yeah. That's where I work out and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was also a part of a Shout out Absolute Power Fitness. You guys take good care of me and Kevin. Keeping so, it keeping yeah. it old school. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was also a part of the gym by work. So I, I was like on hyperdrive, right? Yeah. I was working out at home. If I couldn't get there in the morning, I'd work out at the gym on my lunch break or after work by my store. I even bought my first Groupon to join a CrossFit gym. I told my, Lindsay, my girlfriend at the time, now my fiance, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know. I, I, Which box is uh, that? CrossFit East River. Oh, that was the one in Alphabet City, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I so remember I that. There, I got a Groupon and uh, I was there for a month. And uh, that's where I met 
the owner of the gym that I worked at for the last couple of years. Where we met. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, hey, I'm opening up my own gym. Do you want to coach there? And I was like, I'm not certified in coaching, but I would take the opportunity to get that certification. And yeah. they said, sure. So I ended up getting that certification, started coaching. Uh, and then, Did you enjoy the process of coaching? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I liked – I knew I wanted to help people, right? Yeah. And I think this was like another opportunity for me to like really find out who I was. I remember going way back, I wanted to teach, right? Yeah. I wanted to be an educator. Yeah. So I was – I like communicating. I, I studied communications. I graduated with a degree in communications. I, I like the back and forth. I, I, actually, I don't know if I ever told you this. I, my, my, my degree in college was actually communications with a focus in – direction so like film like wow yeah. i didn't yeah. know so that. that was like really cool for yeah. me like i love that creating uh perspective uh understanding like how the directors would create their films and everything and i think that's cool because that's your world yeah uh, and i wanted to share that so i met jared and he asked me to come coach so i did and at the same time i was tagged in a post from a colleague at ralph lauren that uh, there's this athlete search for first form. So first form. I it, remember because I met you right before you, spoiler, won it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a couple years. Can you before. explain to the audience what first form is? Sure. So first form is a supplement company. So yeah. vitamin and proteins and, you know, everything from greens and reds to pre-workouts. And then they have, you know, clothing now and they are, they are, so that's what they. The, them and on it are like the two biggest supplement yeah. companies in the, in the yeah. U.S. at least. I'm not, I, so I'm so unfam, I'm so out of touch with the other supplement. Yeah. Brands. Because First Form has changed my life so much. Totally. Their core values align with my core values. Like yeah. they want to help the world one person at a time. I want to help the world one person at a time. I want to make sure – they want to make sure that wherever, wherever you are, whatever your past is, wherever you feel like you can go, that we can get you there one decision, one step at a time, left foot, right foot. We can do this and that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. So that was another like motivating factor to say like I, like, I never doubted that I – would ever lose like i wanted i was going to win yeah like i knew i had it in me i knew i had the 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 past that i walked away from and i learned enough to be able to say hey i can take steps in a direction to help this world get better one person at a time yeah because the world's filled with people yeah and people need me to believe in themselves to be able to be more positive and spread that positivity elsewhere 100 percent whether you're running or you're doing CrossFit or you're a powerlifter or you do yoga or you're a cyclist or you just, you know, recreational like fit mom or dad. Yeah. Like you have the ability to take care of yourself. Yeah. So as that happened, I was – now I know we're bouncing all over the place, but stick no, with no, no, it. No, 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 This circle. is quite linear. <clears throat> so I was, you know, I wanted to run a half marathon. It's like, so let me set up a goal for myself. So I started doing a running program. At the end of my first half marathon, which I was at a record pace for, for me – uh, I started breaking down crying the last mile because I just thought of my dad, right? And how I couldn't help my dad at the time. Yeah. I didn't have enough information. I didn't have enough, you know, knowledge or, or you know, just heart to to learn to help him because he was out of weight, over shape, uh, out of shape, overweight, yeah, overworked and depressed. Yeah. He didn't find joy in fitness because he couldn't understand that. It would make him feel better if he just moved every day. Totally. So 
in that moment, I had decided that I was going to stop just thinking about me and start thinking about other people yeah. that I may not even know, right? So I created my brand at the time, my mantra, which was can do push through. Yeah. And push stands which for- Which was your Instagram my, until a month ago. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Um, but push stands for progress using strength and heart. Yeah. If you can't do that, what can we do? Yeah. Mental strength, physical strength, emotional strength. We need to find that within ourselves yeah. and push through these hard times. You know, life's always going to throw us curveballs. We're always, we never know what's going to happen when we, you know, we, when we walk out of this door. Yeah. Right. But if we can look inward, be present, be still. Yeah. Then we can gain perspective and we can move forward. Yeah. So I started posting, uh, you know, things on Instagram. I had a couple hundred followers at the time, but I was like, if I work hard and show people that I give a shit, then maybe somebody will listen. Yeah. And slowly and surely they did. So I got a call. Because I entered the athlete search and I got a call from one of the, the guys at First Form one day because I emailed them. I emailed customer service and I was like, hey, a buddy of mine says that you guys do these conference calls, get educated on the product and I'm taking the product and I want to help people. Yeah. Like, and I don't know the information. So what can I do? So they called me and they were talking to me about what you couldn't say at the time, Legionnaire program, because they're the Legion of Boom. So uh. the Legionnaires or the people who continue to educate. And they denied me from the Legionnaire program at first. Because there was a store in Queens that sold First Form. And I was like, hey, man, do you know New York has 9 million people in it? And it takes me an hour and a half to get there on public transportation. And I'm yeah. never, never going to go there uh, from where I live in Brooklyn or where I work in New York City. I didn't even know they did retail. Well, yeah. So, they. well, I'll explain more of that in a second. So, they they have retailers, right? So, that store natural body good friends of mine now yeah uh they were the first retail store in the country to hold first form so it was like a, a big like i don't want i don't want to step on anybody's toes and at the same time yeah. i was like hey i'm one, one guy that's got a couple hundred followers and i want to make i, I have you know people at my gym because there was one gym at the time where i can help and i work at a, a store in the city and i with thousands of people that work there and i can help yeah so then they invited me in and uh, i was part of the legionnaire program um, I won a trip out there, which was awesome to hang to out the headquarters. Yeah, yeah, to hang out with the athletes and meet people and started relationships with everybody. And um, this I'll, is before you won the athlete yeah. search. So right? it's, yeah, yeah. And uh, athlete searchers came and went, and I didn't win. I didn't win. I didn't win. Oh, you did it multiple times, right? So they kept running them. It took me four years to win the athlete search. Wow! All right, so perseverance is a big part of who I am. Like yeah, from where I started. To where I was when I was going through the athlete search, different, you know, hiccups along the way. Uh, and then today, too. But I always thought, like, I was going to be a part of this company somehow, some yeah. way. Because we then became a retailer at the gyms. And I had a great relationship. So, I was doing my own thing online. I was selling product at the gyms. I had gone out there many times. I was very friendly with everybody that worked at the office, a bunch of the athletes. One day, uh, I came one night. I came home on Monday, and I was like, "Oh, they're going to announce the athlete search winner. Let's see what's up." To Lindsay, my fiance, and she was like, "Yeah, okay, we can watch it." So we're watching it, and then one of the athletes texts me in the middle of the video, and he goes, "Congrats, brother!" And then another athlete, a friend of mine, texts me. He's like, "Oh, I knew it was going to be you, man!" And I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And, and Lindsay, and I would say this joke, Lindsay, my fiance, how loving she is. She's like, "Oh, he probably got one of the brand ambassadors." <laughs> <laughs> 
keeping you humble. I was like, thanks, babe. Love yeah. you too. Yeah. And then my name popped up on the screen. I remember the the day. And I had I still don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Like I am still in awe. I was in awe. <laughs> I remember being like because they did the whole speech and cut to you, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, this is for and and they wrote you a check too, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "I know that guy." That's me. <laughs> did that just happen? This is back in the, the the days of the Christ hair, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I like just cut it off, or I, I, I like shaved the sides off, so I like that Viking look with this yeah, long beard. Totally, man. We we go through phases. <laughs> I, all, all the, I remember all the gay guys at the gym were all about Gavin. <laughs> Uh, I'll keep doing my thing. <laughs> um, hey, you wanted to inspire people. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I, however I got to get yeah. it done. Do the work, right? So then how did that change your life? So the way it changed my life the most was it. I, I had to hold myself to a higher standard, even more so. I totally understand that. Like people I didn't know from across the country just reaching out to me, asking me for advice. And then you went point. to like 1,500 2,000 followers, right? Yeah. So when yeah. I went from like me having like 3,000 followers to me having 50 plus thousand followers and, you know, less than a year. Wow. Which was pretty incredible. Considering you started at 200. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I started at zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then for me, it was like the ability to be able to communicate with more people was key to, yeah. to, to focus on. Like being present, posting more, educating more, showing people that it just takes hard work and focus yeah. to be able to take one step at a time in a direction that you believe in. And that's the key, right? If you don't believe in yourself, it doesn't mean that you won't ever be able to believe in yourself. Yeah. You just may need a community or a support system. And I wanted to be that support system for people who didn't think they had one. So that's really and what you were that for me. And I and like you came into my life by happenstance, yeah. right? You never know who you're going to meet, and I never know who, like the interactions I'm going to have with people, how I'm going to be, how what what they're going through. Yeah, I didn't know you from a hole in the wall the first time I met no, you. No, but I treat you the same way I would treat you if I knew you for ten yeah, years. You're like great today. At that. So I mean, I just want I want to get to know people. I want. W- once you won, did did it make it tough being in this? Uh, you know, position of authority with this formula company to a coach back at the gym. Was that a tough, you know, dual world of being, you know, this powerful one guy and then not saying you weren't powerful at the gym, but, you know, having a boss and... No, I mean, look, I'm I'm never going to like break away from who I am. Yeah. Who I am on Instagram is who I am here. Yeah. Right? Um. I hold myself to a high standard. I'm, I'm serious about what I do when I do it because I like to apply intensity to things. I like to see results or, and get people results. So whether I'm doing that online on my posts or with you in class, like I'm going to push you the same way. Yeah. Sure. If I have a boss. I had a boss. And we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, but it doesn't – I mean you if you work for someone, right? Yeah. You, you respect what they – they think the job is that needs to be done yeah. and you get it done. Right. And then, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm a yes man and saying this is the best way ever. Like I have, you know, thoughts and perspective on how businesses should be run because I have experience doing that as well. Yeah. So I would, you know, push back and have conversations with people 
at work. And then when I was with First Form, it's, it's really like continue to be educated, continue to represent what the core values are and continue yeah. to be, you know, the person that we just, we chose. Yeah. And that's really, I mean, they, they kind of balanced each other out. And then how many years did you make it at Willie B? Uh, so I was with Willie B from the beginning. So like they would turn five this past uh, July. Wow. And uh, I was there from the beginning as a coach when they had one gym and I helped grow the the gyms to we had five yeah. CrossFit gyms throughout Brooklyn and Manhattan. Right before the pandemic. Right before the Worst pandemic. Worst time to expand. Uh, I know. Yeah. But hey, again, you know, like yeah, you love adapt it, and overcome and, and get things done. And, um, you know, with that, it, it it's cool to see how the business can grow for me personally like that's where there was a little bit of disconnect and discord in the sense yeah. of you know maybe we can invest more in the people yeah and to an extent we did but i i think that and i and i i want to see everybody succeed yeah in that business is you know like sometimes you got to crawl before you walk, yeah. walk before you run. I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, um, things were humming. Like we were having a huge year at the beginning of this year. And then, you know, Corona, Corona yeah. came and said, Hey, let's, uh, ruin everybody's party. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, you know, what I did was, you know, say like, what can I do to help keep the community alive? Cause yeah. people are scared and people, you know, or depressed. And, and you were doing you, all those amazing online yeah, workouts so like, for... Well, you got to go digital. Yeah. You got to host classes. You got to put seminars up. You got to, you know, communicate with people. You got to comment and like, and you got to keep that community connected as best you can. I just think the community was so big that everybody... And I and I love the coaches there. I absolutely do. I think they're so passionate yeah. and they care that many of the members went and followed their coaches yeah. instead of following the gym. Yeah. And that's to be expected, right? Like you, you, you're the same. Like yeah. you went and you would ask me about working out and talk to me about working out or go to some of the other trainers and do group workouts yeah. with them. And I think that's cool. Yeah. That shows credit to like where the connection is. Yeah. And for me, I, I, I wanted to hold on and keep that community alive as long as I could from a digital standpoint. Like we would do community workouts when they were allowed, when they started opening up the parks again, yeah. we would, you know, host uh, these charity events when the, the, the riots happened and, yeah. the, the, and all of that. And we, you know, there, it was just, I don't know if it was enough. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's no, not to, well, it's, it's, a, it's a very fraught time in the world and a lot of people are very angry and upset and right. some people aren't great at channeling it or understanding it. So talk to me while we're here to talk about the the beginnings and now the uh, the launch of Hidden Summit. Yeah, so I mean, Hidden Summit is it's my baby, right? Yeah. It's it's it is you and me. your brother, who's yeah. a, a former Navy SEAL. Yeah, so um, my brother Derek and I started Hidden Summit uh, about you know two years ago now, almost. And it was our thought of like, well, we want to make the world a better place our way. Yeah. And we grew up together and we're best friends. He uh, is a former Navy SEAL. I have my weight loss journey. So we have a lot of experience in handling hard times. Yeah. And we wanted to, you know, connect with people and train people that if you can, you know, develop strength in your body, we can develop strength in our minds. Yeah. And then we can accomplish anything. Right. We can. Our hashtag is become better. Like we can become better yeah. every day just by showing up. Totally. And then really believing in ourselves. But being that I worked at the gyms, being that he was leaving the military 
and going through life changes, we didn't, our schedules didn't align to the best of our ability. I was getting pulled in a bunch of different directions. He was getting pulled in a bunch of different directions. We'd have a couple clients here, a couple clients there, but it was kind of like us shooting from the hip and I didn't love it. He didn't love it either. Um, we butt heads a lot too, but I mean, to be expected, yeah. we're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> he, let's flash forward as this year happened and the shutdown happened and the pandemic came to be, I had more time and he had less time because he was going through the police academy to yeah. become a police officer out of Long Island in Glen Cove where we grew up. So I began to take the reins and start to grab a couple of clients and then not really run with it until I realized like, well, this is working. Yeah. So why don't we put our heads together and use your schedule since you're graduating and you're getting into a more of a rhythm and I'm having a lot more time to, or I'm able to spend more time. I know because everybody has the same amount of time. Yeah. We just have to play the cards that we have. And I think that we're all dealt a certain hand of cards. The good thing about this game in life is that we can all win when we learn how to play it. Yeah. So like making, you know, not getting comfortable in our situation, which I was comfortable while I was at the gym, right? Like I had a paycheck. I had a schedule. I had people that I talked to every day. I had people that I helped every day. Yeah. But it wasn't exactly where I wanted to be. And I always had this like fight within me saying like, you know, you can go do your own thing. You can stay at the gym. You can go do your own thing. You can stay at the gym. And uh, I was like, well, I could do both for now. Yeah. And then I started to just put myself out there, get a couple of different clients. And all it takes is one because yeah. one tells another and then one person comes and then you can help another person and another person and another person. And I grew my client list over the last two months, you know, probably like 2,000%. Wow. From like zero <laughs> up at 2,000% in the sense of, you know, being able to help people one-on-one help people in a free Facebook group that I put together, help people with our digital programming tracks and help people just through Instagram. And also doing like, you know, the macros. Yeah. Yeah. Along the way, because I've, you know, we didn't touch on this, but I've like educated myself on how to be able to better communicate how to do these things. So people can, like I said, not think it's so complicated. Yeah. You know, I don't, my job is not to make the simple things complicated. Yeah. It's to make the seemingly complex things simple. Totally. So I was just furloughed, right? So right now I don't have a job. Yeah. And all I'm focusing on is this. And it is a breath of fresh air. What What are your guys' plans and what? where can the uh, audience check you guys out? Yeah. So we're uh, on Instagram uh, at Hidden Summit underscore. Yeah. Or you can go to our website, hiddensummit.co. Co, or you can reach me on Instagram at Kevin TV underscore. That's C A V A N T V underscore. Or my brother Dapper dot Derek dot Life. And then if you just want to join the movement, like we have a great community on our Facebook group, the Hidden Summit group on Facebook, which is absolutely free. And in there you get daily workouts, so live workouts every single day. We're going to do uh, trainer tips every week, nutrition talks every single week. We have mindset huddles every single Monday where we talk about the theme of the week, where we go over, you know, mindset to jumpstart our week, talk about via Zoom. Yeah, via Zoom. So what happened last week, uh, what's happening today, and what's our outlook to attack and conquer the week that's coming our way. Yeah. Being prepared for it. With that, if you're looking for a little bit more, we on Monday, which is really cool that we're doing this today, uh, Monday, September 7th, we're launching our programming tracks. Amazing. On our own app. So you're going to get four different types of programming for a dollar a day, right? You get, you know, our competitive functional training, our body weight program, 
our functional bodybuilding, which is a dumbbell kettlebell bands program. And then a program written by my brother, who's like I said, a former Navy SEAL, yeah. which is going to be really cool. We're calling it a lifestyle plan, but it's really what he did to get prepared for, stay in shape for, and thereafter being in the military. Yeah. So a lot of cool different things while looking good too, because everybody yeah. wants to, you know. That, that's amazing, man. Final few questions for, for those listening that are, are that young cabin that are lost and are overweight. What advice would you give to them? Well, I would start with having a goal, knowing where you want to go. If that that could just be, I need to change. It doesn't have to be very specific today because goals change along the way. Mine was to not be a size 40 inch waist at first. Yeah. And that changed for me wanting to help people along the way. Me doing it for my parents at a point in time, me making them proud, me not, not being embarrassed of being with my family. Me, you know, saying that like, if I don't know you, I want to be able to help you. Even if you don't know me yet, things change. But then to know, to have a goal, you must know your why. Yeah. Why are you going to do this? Why is it going to make a difference? Yeah. Right. We have it. So even, even in this 2020, a year to remember or to forget, whichever way you want to look at it, we don't have to do these things. I don't have to work out every day. You don't have to work out every day, but you get to do it. Yeah. Right? You get to do it because if you didn't do it, where would you be? Yeah. Not, not in a great place. Not where you want to be. So have a goal, know your why, and then just do it one choice at a time. And I, I know certain states in this country are – people are able to use the gyms, but for those that aren't, any advice for them? Yeah. Something is always better than nothing. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. Your situation might change, but your ability to move isn't going to change. Like you can do something. It's not going to be ideal. If you're if you're used to being at the gyms with barbells and kettlebells and surrounded by people, it's not going to be that. So yeah. stop thinking it's going to be that and do something today because you're going to be better off doing something and staying present yeah. and not thinking about what was or what will be. All you can have is today. Yeah. All you have is right now. I couldn't agree more. And and what's keeping you inspired, Kevin? <sighs> There's more people out there. Yeah. The world, I always say the world's bigger than Brooklyn. Yeah. There's a lot of people to help, Ryan. So <laughs> last, you know, what? Where again can the audience check out this Greek god and follow your program and sign up? As I am a literal product of his program, so. What, one more time. Can you drop the uh, information? Yeah. So the easiest way to get in touch with us is uh, on Instagram. You can go to at hidden summit underscore or you can just reach out to DM me. I promise I'll uh, shoot you a video message back. It's uh, at Kevin, C-A-V-A-N-T-V underscore. And if you just want to get the programming, head on over to hiddensummit.co. It started on Monday for a dollar a day. Amazing. Kevin, you've changed my life. I would not be, not that I'm in that great shape, but I'm in far better shape than I was. And I'm trying to get like you, man. And, well, and we're going to get, we're going to get you started yeah, on programming yeah, on yeah, Monday. <laughs> and, and, and you're a true inspiration to me. And I have so much love for you and so much gratitude. And, and the best is yet to come. Awesome, brother. brother. Thank All you right. so much. Yeah. Love All you, right. Rock and roll. Love you too. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. 